This week feels like I'm back, baby, and there's a whole lot of cosmic chaos going on. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, my baddies. Welcome back to your Cosmic RX Radio Energy Report. I'm your host, your high vibe hype woman, your cosmic consultant, your mystical, messy human, along for this ride with you, Maddie Murphy. Oh, mm, mm, no place like home. Feels so good to be back. I had such a fun two weeks just traveling around and soaking up all this magic life has to offer. But I missed y'all. I missed you. I missed you know, just be able to interact with you after the live podcast drops. I mean, I know I, I pre-recorded them and I appreciated everyone just being like, we love you. We see you. Have a great trip. But there's something about just connecting week to week. It's like I get to keep my finger on the pulse. How are we doing? Deep breaths. Okay. How are we doing? At the time of this podcast drop, we're only in like three more days of Mercury retroshade. But then my darlings, my sweeties, we must buckle up my buttercups because we are officially in the eclipse portal. And the closer we get to that October 25th to November 8th, we start feeling like the centrifugal force. I was talking about it with one of my clients this week. And I was like, it's like, well, I always use the analogy of like we're in this big pool and eclipse season is like someone pulls the drain out and we're going to go out through the drain to the other side to a whole like different universe parallel <laughs> existence. And like we start feeling it like, ooh, the, the pulling, the whirling down the drain. And then as we get into that, like October 25th to November 8th, I want you to imagine like we're in one of those gravitrons, right? From those like, they call them fireman's fairs where I was growing up, but like those fifth fairs you go to and there's a gravitron and your cheeks are like, like squished up your face and you can't move your head. And like, you're just like, whoa, that is what that October 25th to November 8th is going to feel like cosmically, energetically, emotionally, karmically. And then as we get closer to it, we're just like, you feel it. It's like, I feel it like my belly, like eclipse season. I'm like, oh, oh my. So all this to say, we got to ground down. We got to take care of each other. We got to just keep our head on a swivel, watch your six, as they say, but mostly just practicing the art of surrender and practice the art of trusting the universe and tending to yourself. Really radical, radical self-care. And again, I like eclipses, chaos magic. They bring a whole slew of things. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but they are times where I feel like our timeline is sped up. Miracles can happen. We jump ahead. We can move through things quickly. And, and sometimes those things are painful. I, I've experienced that. And sometimes those things are so paradigm shifting, so wildly expansive. It's surreal, right? Eclipses are definitely like the brutiful energy from Glennon Doyle. Brutiful. So today's episode, I am going to talk about the eclipse, even though it's technically October 25th, which is, you know, not in this week, but I just want to give us plenty of lead time, plenty of time to, to think about this, to digest this. So let's talk Virgo announcements before we go any further. Hello, goodbye. 
Vertigo announcements. Well, not really an announcement, but I have to just say we kicked off our Cosmic Boss program. And for any of you listening in this program, just know I'm obsessed with you. We did our initiation ceremony. We had our first call Wednesday night. And yeah, like I just love you all. I'm super into the energy, the vibe. I get so in my feels, in my heart space when I just see all of you who want to show up, right, as understanding a different type of leadership and want to show up really clear with your intuition and your integrity and bring your whatever it is, your truth out into the world and being able to support you in that is so cool. So shout out to all my cosmic bosses. And also Virgo announcement, Kripalo Retreat is October 28th. So it's in the heart of eclipse season. You know your girl had a plan our first IRL retreat in the heart of an eclipse, naturally, right? We're not not doing things just like to do them around here. We're doing things very intentionally. So if you want to join us for that, it's Acropalo, which is in the beautiful Berkshires, and it's going to be just a weekend of nature and recharging and healing and learning about your birth chart and how to use it to step into your cosmic purpose and tools to support you. And we're going to do just so much connecting and, and giggles will be had. And we're just going to really vibe and hang out. And if you're someone who's on the fence and especially like in the local area and you want to come, but you can't quite swing it right now, just reach out to us, DM us at the Cosmic Rx, email us at support at Cosmic Rx and say Kripalu scholarship. Just let us know. You know me. I don't want finances and getting in the way. And Kripalu is very generous, has a very beautiful structures in place so that we can invite in, especially if you are BIPOC, LGBTQ, or yeah, just someone who's like, hey, we need more representation in this world, in this realm, and I'm ready to show up. Uh, But right now the purse strings are tight. Message us. Let's see what we can do. Okay. So (laughs) Batty Bundle winner, before we get into the planetary planning, before we talk about the moon, if astrology isn't real. So if you're new here, you can leave a review on iTunes and include your Instagram handle, or you can take a review on a platform like Spotify where you can't, or like a rating where you can't leave the written review and just screenshot it to us. And again, send it to us, the Cosmic RX. Some of you sent it to me. I am Maddie Murphy. And we love, we love getting these. And it's really helpful. From what I understand about the podcast showbiz is these reviews, there are like lifeblood. And so it helps us out. It also helps us boost up in the search results so that other people can find us. And you know, we love that, right? We want more, the more the merrier in this little cosmic baddie coven. So this week's winner is Little Green Music on Instagram. First of all, adorable profile, vibes on 100 and tuning in from Australia, an Australian baddie. That's also what I love about connecting with you all. I'm like, y'all from all over the world doing so many amazing things. So Little Green Music says, Synergy. Thanking the universe for leading me to the magical Maddie. One unflowy day. I just missed my bus home. Instead of waiting an hour for the next one, I started walking and found this podcast. I listened to the episode about moving from force to flow. Hello. That walk was a turning point in my spiritual journey. I am glad I missed the bus. I have learned to surrender. Thanks for helping me find my flow, Maddie. I love this. This was That was a whole podcast in a review. That's it. Flow. Flow over force. And the feeling of like, what do I always say? Your block is your blessing. Trust the reroute. Like, 
we can do that. That's such a good mini podcast episode in this podcast. Thank you, Little Green Music. That is a perfect reminder as we head into eclipse season. We are going to try and release resistance. We are going to try to just trust, right? Like if we're being guided or directed somewhere else or something's being like feeling blocked for us, it's for a reason, right? Rejection is our protection and we trust the reroute. So thank you, Little Green Music, for reminding us. So now let's talk about if astrology isn't real. First of all, what the hey? What the hey? So much happening. Wild times. Before I get into anything, please, are we registered to vote? October 14th, I believe, is the deadline for New York State online registration. So wherever you are, head to headcount.org, figure out your registration status. I know there, I don't, we won't even get into it, but there's some fools out there making voting very hard, creating a lot of chaos in the voter registration space. And you know what? They don't want you using your voice, honey bunny. They do not. That does not fit their agenda. But guess what? We're in the age of Aquarius, we the people. And this is your beautiful, sacred right to vote. If you're here in the U.S., this is it. This is like we get to use our voice. And I know people get disenchanted with it and they think it's like it doesn't make a difference this is how i feel first of all it does make a difference and second of all it's a ritual of saying like my voice matters i want to use my voice to help my community right my family our collective and i want to turn you know my personal needle on the dial towards the world i want to live in why i'm also just wanting to make sure everyone is registered to vote is because these damn eclipses, the lunar eclipse in Taurus, which all eclipses happen in a pair, in a set, in a duo. <laughs> it's on the midterms. So uh, November 8th is the n- lunar eclipse in Taurus. So uh, just so much happening. And I just think we really want to be out there again, sharing our voice, pushing back, standing up, speaking out. You know how we do. So headcount.org. Check that out. Also, not really if astrology isn't real, but kind of. Let's talk about it. Stevie Nicks, as many of you saw, because I couldn't stop posting about it. I got to see Stevie Nicks at the Hollywood Bowl with my sister, Gabby, aka Gurphy, who came on for the Full Moon Aries episode. Thank you so much for the love. Isn't she the best? She's the best. And Jamie Stockle of Luxie Eve, who's one of our coaches in our community. Oh my God. It was a spiritual experience. Like I was very hyped to see Stevie, but you kind of get worried about like, oof you know, meeting those people that you love or that mean so much to you or their art music has meant so much to you in your journey. Girlfriend Goddess did not disappoint. She brought us through. She brought us through a whole Gemini medicine magic sermon healing session. And I highly recommend seeing her first of all. But, you know, I was really thinking about Gemini because we're in Mars and Gemini right now. And this gift and this medicine we have with Gemini, first of all, her Gemini energy is so relatable. It's so she would chit chat before the songs and you're like, wow, Stevie Nicks is standing in front of me. She's like an icon, a legend. She is the moment. But then when she would talk, she was just so real and so relatable and so like self-deprecating and silly. And I was like, oh, it makes you so open. Like everything she was saying after that, I was like, okay, like, like you, you just feel an openness. So just a reminder to us to like how powerful that is, that connection and that showing our real self. And not having to be so like polished and primed and curated all the time. Actually, that's just, ugh, it's so one-dimensional, so flat. 
her other Gemini energy I loved is that like the Gemini, the duality of Gemini, she's had a very interesting past, right? Sex, drugs, rock and roll. And she just owns all of it. Like, yeah, I was going through that. What the hell? I didn't know any better. And like, I messed up. I did some things. But she really like owns it in a way that you could tell she's gone deep into her own shadows. And now she just feels so light and bright and effervescent and whole. And like no one, I mean, I don't know, but it just feels like she just knows who she is. And that was really cool. But then speaking of that, another thing that she really talked about was that sometimes like she does forget who she is anymore. She needs to come back to herself. And she led like this little intro into gypsy, which is a problematic word. I don't use that word every day, but it's her song title. She's grandmothered in, I believe. So like she talked about, you know, take me back, take me back to like the gypsy that I was. And she was talking about that feeling of like, what she does, like she pulls her mattress on the floor and lights a bunch of candles and has some like, you know, paper flowers around her and she puts all of her shawls and scarves and just like lays on the floor and connects in. And I was like, that's so cool that like even Stevie Nicks, who again, like has done so much work to understand herself and has, you know, created such an impact on generations of people. Like she still has human moments of like, I need to cut out the outside world and then come back to who I am, who like little Stevie is inside of me. And it was so powerful. And then she did a really beautiful just tribute and call to action for the war in Ukraine. And, and she talked about the racial equity protests and how important, like just, she just talked about so many amazing things, but in this very Gemini way of like, hey, like here's something to think about. I'm going to offer you up some <laughs> prompts. I'm not going to force anything down your throat or preach at you. But just like, think about this. And then she'd like walk away, like play a song and like have a crazy you know, visual thing happening. And I was like, okay, Stevie, I like this. I like Gemini using your message, using your voice, right? Like, and there's something so cool about that of like the storyteller, the messenger. And there's something about the Gemini medicine that just like, when it's done right, it just like, it's like slipping a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down kind of thing or slipping like the peas and the macaroni and cheese where you're like, I'm just chatting with this person or listening to their music. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, I didn't realize that I, had a little like paradigm shift or I, I learned something different or I, I'm seeing things from a new perspective now, that's really cool. So anyway, just Stevie Nicks, if astrology isn't real, Gemini, medicine, magic, my North Node's in Gemini. So she was giving me a lot to think about and her North Node is in Taurus. So she's in her nodal return. Nodal returns are huge activation points, accelerants, on your life purpose. If you have your North Node in Taurus, you are also going through that. Happens every 18 and a half years. And yes, yeah, she released a new single. She's just making some moves and really cool. So other of astrology isn't real moments from when I was gone. It felt very eclipsy because we were officially in the portal when he announced it, but Biden pardoned thousands of convicted marijuana possession charges under federal law, which was cool, right? Very Scorpio South Node, overturning things, revealing things, bringing things out from the shadows. And again, bringing them into the feeling of like, hey, this is kind of a shadowy part of our society that we have, you know, all these people convicted or having criminal records and mostly obviously people of color for selling marijuana. And now there's like bougie boutiques in California and all over the world that are selling that same thing. And like, isn't that a little weird? It's a little shadowy of our society. Obviously, there's still a lot of growth to go from there that only pardons the federal laws. So Biden has to hope that state governors get on board. But again, at least trying to move in that right direction, you know, moving the needle 
forward. This is what we're here to do. North Node in Taurus is like, we got to live in more alignment with our values. And then our Aquarius, like Jupiter-Saturn conjunction of 2021, pushing us into this next 20 years of just being more progressive. It is always nice to hear when there's just something that's been like a culture policy war for years and just having like a little bit of a step forward. Okay. So that felt very, again, eclipsy. It felt very much about the North Nodes, South Nodes, and of course, Scorpio Biden uh, has a Scorpio stellium and he's a Scorpio. Okay. Last thing I'm going to say about if astrology isn't real, again, these are loose notes today, just things that were on my mind when I was away. Everyone might be following the Giselle Tom Brady thing. I'm just going to say this. I'm going to need the muggle men out there just to stop underestimating the witches. This whole Tom Brady Giselle thing, I'm guessing from what I'm gathering from the news is like she wanted him to stop, retire, spend time with family, work on his next chapter of life. And he was like, no, whatever, put too much of a strain on the relationship. And now I guess they're getting divorced. I don't know if I'm even right with any of that. But there's been interviews before where Tom Brady has basically said Giselle is a witch, a healer. And I don't mean, I think that's awesome calling someone a witch, but I posted something on TikTok and everyone's like, oh, she's a bad witch. And like, she's the devil. And I was like, okay, everyone get bent. Like, what are you even talking about? No, she's talking about how when he travels, she like prays over him or like has a little altar of like crystals for him to bring with him or like tells him what year is going to be a good year, what year is not. And I'm like, yeah, she's a, you know, Cancer Scorpio, very psychic, very tuned in. I'm sure she comes from a lineage of intuitive, psychic, healing, witchy women. And so when your wife knows all of that and she's telling you to retire, don't you think she might be looking out for you? Don't you think she might be saying, hey, buddy boy, love it. Love what you've done. But that Leo ass ego, we got to take a back seat because it's time. It's time to move on. It's time to let go. And I feel like his fixed energy is like, no. And here's the thing with witches, like no one's out to harm you. No one's out to like, most people I know who practice healing, witchcraft, magic with a K, they're not out to do malintent because they also know that's really bad juju. But there is a feeling of like, once you leave this like energy that I've wrapped you in and this protective energy, you're going to feel like, again, like unplugging from a power source. Like we're not out to get you, but you just rather have us on your side. And I really felt that like I was watching Tom Brady at some press conference and he just doesn't look well. I don't wish ill on the man, but I just want to use this as a PSA of like, can we just trust the witchy wives and the intuitives and like the knowing femmes out there? And like, again, I'm looking at his chart for the eclipse season coming up and I'm like, buddy boy, we got to evolve or die. We got to surrender. We got to change. Like, come on now. So anyway, those are my weird thoughts. You could tell I've like been gone from you guys because I just have so much to say. Let's move into the moon report. Let's talk about what is the moon doing this week ahead. And again, if you're new here, the moon report is really to help you understand your inner world. Okay. Like this is your emotional landscape. It kind of shifts. It goes through a filter, a different influence every two and a half days as the moon shifts and changes. And this helps us understand a lot about ourselves and understanding where these signs are, where the moon is moving through helps us just know like, what's the emotional self-care? What's the RX? How do we tend to ourselves? So the day this podcast comes out, Friday the 14th into Saturday afternoon around 12 noon Eastern time, we have the moons in Gemini. Okay. Ooh, Libra sun, Gemini moon, working with Mars. We are feeling very social, very social vibes. You might be feeling like 
being chatty, getting out, connecting with people, even just like chatting up strangers. There's something about Libra season, something about Gemini energy that's like, yeah, like strike up a conversation, like connect with someone, see what, like you never know what inspiration is waiting for you. You might also be feeling on those days that you want to talk something out in a relationship. Libra definitely connects us to our partnerships. Gemini is our connection, communication. So if there's a conversation you've been wanting to have, great time to do it. You're feeling clear. Again, Mercury is leaving that shadow. So you might be tying up some loose end that started from like September 9th to October 3rd. And maybe, yeah, using those words, Gemini Moon, to come into more balance and harmony. You have permission to do that. You always have the right to advocate for yourself in a relationship. You always have the right to express your feelings and emotions. So this might be a good time to do it. Or at the very least, even if it's not that, just have some fun conversation with your partner. My family and I are huge fans of structured dialogue. We do Rosebud Thorn every time we hang out. And like we love those card games, um, Skin Deep, and Esther Perel has one now. So like, why not have some conscious conversation on those days? That feels good. We're going to look out for all that air can make us whoo, feel really flighty, flaky, indecisive. So we're just going to work on like checking with our gut. What do we really want? Being clear with people. If we know we can't do something or we know we can't commit or we can't follow through, just mm, getting ahead of it, being direct. Um, people can handle it. They're big girls and boys. And then as we move into Saturday afternoon and for the weekend, we have a Cancer Moon weekend and that goes all day through Monday, Moon Day. So here's a few things to note. We want to be cozy as fuck. Absolutely. Snuggle time, cuddle time. It's happening. Libra, Cancer Moon, lots of cardinal energy. So you might feel weirdly like inspired to initiate a new project around the house maybe like a, a cleaning or, or getting ready right for like we're gonna enter like we're pre-holiday season or again i love before an eclipse yeah doing some decluttering or doing a little mm, tweaking of your space make it more beautiful there is that initiation action we have um energy we have under a cardinal double cardinal weekend but yeah, bring balance into yourself if you've been out 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 if you've been giving too much from others use the libra cancer energy to like pour love and beauty and nourishment back into you this feels this is also great like family weekend cancer moon weekends like we want to be connected to home to our roots or maybe like making a meal you loved growing up mm, things we're gonna look out for uh cancer moon weekends can just be emotionally unpredictable like whoa i didn't realize i was even holding on to that i didn't realize i was even feeling that with my head my mind but my heart and my body were feeling something so we just kind of like let it go. We let it flow, let it go. We just kind of surf the wave of like, okay, if I need to cry or I need to get a little extra sleep or if I'm feeling some anger come up, like how can I express that in a way that's safe for me? Then how can I self-soothe? And a great way to do that, especially at the Cancer Moon Weekend, is like, what does my inner child need? Maybe what did they not receive when they would feel this emotion growing up? And then how can I take one step to advocate for myself, whether that's putting up a boundary, whether that's pulling back, whether that's speaking up, whether that's just like, again, clearing the air in some way. So it's like release on your own, self-soothe your child, and then one itty bitty action step just to mm, take that power back, validate your emotions, and again, speak up for yourself, advocate for yourself. So Cancer Monday, Monday, that's just going to be funny. I just, it's the last day of Mercury retro shade on the 17th and uh mondays are ruled by the moon and then so we have the moon there it's just i don't know what to expect that day just when, when the moon's involved anything can happen the 18th 
Tuesday, the 18th, moon moves into Leo. Sexy, sexy. So now we have Libra, sun, Leo, moon through Tuesday, Wednesday, and into Thursday afternoon. Honey, get your flirt on. Go do a beauty treatment. Take care of yourself. Get a blowout. Get a manicure. Wear something like hot. Wear like red. Wear leopard print. Wear silk. Wear something that's just like, this is not the day as to be a wallflower, to shrink into the background. There is something like, ooh, and again, we only get these combinations once a year, right? Libra sun, Leo moon. It's like, I want to be seen. I want to strut. I want to be pampered. I want to like, mm, like have fun, experience what life has to offer. I'm a flirt, baby. It's good. I like this energy a lot for us, especially again, as we head into the eclipse season, I'm taking any moments of warmth, of beauty, and just like charging them up and like, ooh, this feels good. Um, also, I love that for myself personally, because the 19th is my life wizard's birthday. So fun times. Also, thank you all so much for your feedback and love on his episode. He was super nervous. So it's really sweet to hear from all of you. But Libra, Sun, Leo, Moon, we're just gonna look out for, again, being overly superficial or overly like gossipy or dramatic, in, especially in a relationship, if we're feeling like unseen or not appreciated, like how can we first of all, see and appreciate ourselves? How can we do something to create an energy shift? And how can we like bring that maybe in a responsible way instead of, again, being melodramatic or passive aggressive? But yeah, overall, just feels really fun. And then Thursday afternoon at 12 noon Eastern time, the moon was under Virgo and that Libra sun Virgo moon. They just want things to be nice. The Libra Virgo, it's like bringing things into balance, making things neat and tidy, getting your everything in order, feeling good, feeling clear, and maybe using that Virgo moon energy again, just to wrap up one project from Libra season that you're like, okay, let's just, Mercury's direct. We're not in like the heart of the eclipse yet. Using that Virgo moon energy to edit something, do something, write something. Again, there's just like a tidy, like a clearing that's coming to mind right there. Just going to feel good. Make space for yourself. Oh, Libra Sun Virgo Moon Days, just look out for falling into like that quote unquote good girl complex into people pleasing. Those two combinations together in a chart can yeah make just put everyone's needs before their own. So just a FY on that. Now let's talk about planetary planning. This is where we're gonna just jump into the eclipse preview. Like I said, this first solar eclipse, which is essentially a new moon on celestial steroids jammed up, turbocharged new moon. That happens on October 25th. Okay, so as we head into eclipse season, some things to note. One, I've talked about it plenty of times here on other episodes or on Instagram or the TikToks. We don't do active manifesting under these new moons and full moons. And Sometimes people always like come for me when I say that, like I practice my own magic and I'm my own, like I I know better. And I'm like, I like that actually. I love a good, like I'm my own healer. I'm my own guide. But here's the thing. We also just want to respect nature. Like I could be my own healer, my own guide, but like I'm not gonna go kite surfing in a hurricane because like your girl can't handle that. Like (laughs) mother nature's gonna be like, honey, what are you doing? So there's something that's beautiful to me, especially as humans, when we, not all of us, but a lot of our society, we live in very discordance and honestly disrespect of nature. Like not all, I mean, not all of us, but just saying it's a society in general. 
So there's something beautiful about eclipse season that's just like bowing to nature of like, you do your thing. I'm just going to release control, get out of the way. Yes, I can not manifest for two new moons, two full moons in a year. I trust enough to do that. Okay. So walk away. And again, that's the ritual magic, moon water, charging your crystals. We just, again, we're just inward time. We're just in that gravitron, minding our business, taking good care of ourselves and using this time during these new moons and full moons to do your other spiritual practices that you love, like pulling cards, journaling, doing breath work, stretching, you know, getting energy clearings, meditating, singing, dancing, like all of that. So we avoid that. And we try to not like start something new. If you want to cast and put something out in the world before the eclipses, like sending off a proposal or launching a new website, and you kind of like just, I just step aside during eclipse season. Eclipse season brings so many plot twists and so many energy shifts. We don't really want to be like messing with it too much. It's like the moving of the chess pieces happen really fast. The timeline gets sped up during eclipse season. So it's just good to like, again, just kind of chill out, maintain the things you're doing, self-care, pay attention to the new opportunities, invitations, the shifts, the plot twists, of course. But yeah, so Scorpio, eclipse. What do we know about Scorpio? We know Scorpio is all about rebirth, transformation. It's about shadow, shame. It's about the things we keep in the darkness, the things we keep, you know, out of the light of our consciousness. It's about the power that we step into when we bring those things up to the surface. Scorpio is intense and loving and loyal. And Scorpio is about like sheer magnetism and kind of like owning the part of us that is again like our subconscious side bringing it more conscious and really accepting like to me Scorpio energy is like force of nature energy it really is but we can let a lot get in the way a lot block us from being in that and this Scorpio new eclipse Scorpio new moon eclipse feels like a real chance to bring something out into the open to have relief and closure and a really new beginning, a new shedding of a skin to allow ourselves to be more vulnerable and intimate and emotionally connected to our lives and to others. And like on the personal level, this eclipse is going to bring, again, I think a rebirth or a new beginning that we've all been waiting for for a very long time. I'm not saying it's going to feel easy because Again, South Node is a releasing of karma. So there's like a new beginning happening, but it also may be involving some larger scale release. You may be having to give up something that you had just hoped would work out or something that we were, I don't know, part of our dreams for our future. But you're giving that up, like something that was like a straw man kind of vision or a house of cards type of structure or hope or something that was like, ah, there was hope there, but there wasn't a lot of meat foundation behind it. And so we're letting that go in order to really live the life we deserve that's in alignment with our values our value our sense of self and again it's going to be venus and scorpio it's going to be in the sky at that point too that happens october 23rd so with the solar eclipse being conjunct venus it is going to be like yeah we're having to let go of something deep in the heartstring place right something that's deep in the heart space cutting ties with something or again surrendering letting go of like that thing that my heart was really set on, we're letting that go because our heart knows inherently, intuitively 
that there is something more. And this is the chance to like really step into that and again, shed that old skin. There may be letting go of something physical because obviously the Taurus eclipse on November 8th happens in the pair. So it might be like having to walk away from something, right? And again, Venus and Scorpio in the new moon eclipse means it's something love, money, value that we really value. So we, you know, maybe leaving behind something very physical, a house or a car or some sort of perceived sense of security. So again, we can step into that more liberated self, that, that version of our life that is more in alignment with our vision and our values. But I just want to like honor all of this is intense. Eclipses are intense in general. When they happen in a Scorpio <laughs> energy, we're going to be in our feels. We're going to be feeling vulnerable. We're going to be like that death rebirth cycle. It's not easy, but when you go through it, like I thank the universe for all the times that I had to let go of something that I knew I outgrew, right? Like I think about I mean, my Saturn's in Scorpio. So my Saturn return was a deep letting go of a lot of things that I held on to for security or for identity or for just even feeling like kind of like a false sense of security in the world. I was, I'll do a quick story time, very quick here, but I was you know, set to be married and engaged to a, a wonderful man, truly nice guy, but just wasn't... Mm, <laughs> My my fifth house is Scorpio, so I need that connection that's like, let's go there. Let's get deep. Um, and this was not that. We met when we were younger, met pre-Saturn return, a completely different version of myself. And I just started feeling, again, like that Scorpio rumbling like months ahead of like, something's not, this is not, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel exactly how I thought I would feel before stepping into marriage. And But it was hard. There wasn't anything wrong on paper. It wasn't like easy to point to one thing. Also, again, I just was like, oh, it would just be so much safer and so much more comfortable just to like go through with this. And also, I really don't want to disappoint everyone in my my life, my family, my friends who have all been celebrating me and planning this wedding and doing all the beautiful events. But like there was something about, you know, my Saturn return officially started. It was like late September. It was like exactly when I was supposed to get married. And as the time got closer to that, I just couldn't like my emotions, that thing that was below the surface started coming out. I was like couldn't eat I couldn't sleep I lost like so much weight I just in an unhealthy like way I, I just like my life force was gone right like I just I was like so distracted so like gripped by something fear anxiety I just off it felt off and that was when I really understood like the power of your intuition and listening to your body that's one of my first real big moments with connecting with that and it was the first moment in my life I ever made an, a complete you know leap of faith, a complete gut check, like call on something in my life where I disrupted the norm, the status quo, just based on my intuitive knowing of feeling in my belly, in my heart. And like, that shit was not easy. Okay. But the day I woke up after I made the announcement, after I talked it through with him and then told our inner circle, the next day I woke up and I was like free. I remember being like, oh my God, my whole life's imploded. I literally just like imploded my whole life exploding around me but like in that dust in the rubble in the wreckage like I'm waking up for the first time and just feeling like liberated the truth shall set you free right I talked about it with one of my beautiful mentees this week and like it really is true so if there's something that like you need to do an action step to release something to be closer to your truth or something that you feel like you're holding on to for a 
perceived quote-unquote sense of security that's very like Taurus opposite like let the Scorpio energy help you burn it all down walk away rise from the phoenix like the ashes like I'm just sitting here on the other side of it again telling you it's not easy but it's like oh then you're like the real you has a chance to step forward and be who you're here to be and my sister played me a beautiful rendition of a cappella just singing before warm-ups stevie nicks singing the song wild heart and i think about that with this eclipse it's like your scorpio new moon eclipse on the 25th is like bet on your wild heart bet on that part of you that doesn't want to be tamed or domesticated or made small or just doing something to appease others or just sit in a place of again false security the golden handcuffs like Mm-mm. you're here to be like wild and expansive and true to yourself. And again, this is not something, I don't think it's going to be something out of the blue for anyone, if that makes sense. I think it's something we've been leading up to for a while. And you might already be there. This might just be the final moment. But I want you to feel like a version of yourself, like emerging from the sacred waters of your rebirth. And like a dramatic, I'm picturing very like Maleficent energy or like Angelica Houston in witches. Like I want you to imagine like a a shedding of the old, heavy, damp clothing you're wearing and having like underneath that a beautiful, resplendent cape, cloak, crown. And like you getting to stand in that shedding and that revealing and like your new skin, your new self. And maybe spend some time with that visualization, that meditation and really think about like, how powerful that is going to be to to shed that old skin, to release that old baggage, to release. And again, we grieve during Scorpio, right? We grieve during Scorpio season. It's a time to connect to our ancestors. The veil is thin. We watch the leaves die and fall. It's okay to grieve it, but we also want to know when to leave it, okay? Mm, mm, mm. Didn't mean to rhyme there, but sometimes it just happens. So yeah, so we're going deep. We're trusting the process. And then again, I'll be here to talk about what's going to happen on the other side of the eclipses on November 8th. But yeah, like you've got this. It's a shedding. It's stepping into your power. That's what Scorpio is. Scorpio is like, I'm in my power because one, I brought everything from the murky, shadowy basement of my subconscious up into the light. I'm looking at it all now. Scorpio is like, no one can tell me who I am. I know myself inside and out. And Scorpio is like, I also know I can transform and go through a death and rebirth whenever I need. So therefore, I never have to forsake myself and say in a situation where I'm betraying myself. And that is power. That is power. Okay. So we're tapping into all of that. You've got this on the collective level. Eek. I'm, uh, you know, I've been talking about it since beginning of the year. But it's like, ooh, end of October, astrology for the markets, for the, political stage um the geopolitical international stage uh, i'm just gonna drop it in there i just want you to protect your energy get involved like i said vote support uh women in iran support the things there's so many amazing gatherings happening all over the country um you can follow middle east matters on instagram find a protest around you you can sign amnesty international's petition share 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 those stories we want to be involved, stand up, push back, speak out. But we also want to protect our energy because Mars is going to retrograde on October 30th in Gemini in the United States' seventh house of civil issues. And Mars and Gemini retrograde has some signatures of right great 
discord, uh, disagreements, being divided on something. So I think with that in the midterms, there may be something that's going to come up around Roe versus Wade, reproductive issues, women's issues, quote unquote, in general. There's just going to be, I think, confusion, lack of clarity. Mars in Gemini retrograde is going to be squared Neptune. So like we got to focus on what we know is true, our values. We got to focus on what we can control and what we can't control. And we also don't want to get in that place of like feeling despondent or overwhelmed because again, I'm going to leave it right here. But 2023 astrology is so wild. Another big energy shift, like probably the biggest energy shift we felt since 2020. So even if we feel like there's little moments of like more unrest or things are shifting, we are moving towards again, huge, huge paradigm shifts. And we're in it. We're already feeling it, but we're going that direction. Um, it's not, and not always going to be easy. Uh, and yeah, we're just going to pay attention. There's lots of interesting stuff happening with Biden's chart and Kamala's chart. And we know the last eclipses we had, Biden actually had to sign over power to Kamala while he had surgery. And there is something about Kamala like making an announcement in her chart or stepping up into more power. And there's something in Biden's chart about like, or, I don't know, there's some Scorpio energy, like revealing of information I am just like, we're just going to pay attention to all that. I don't know. Like, it's so hard to predict exactly what's going to happen. But I know as an astrologer, you just see like, oh, there's some like road work ahead, right? Like when you're driving on the highway, you're like, I don't know what's happening, but there's like people with flags and there's detours and there's orange cones and you're just like, something's going on up there. So I'm just saying this not ever to fear monger, not even a little bit, but just preparing yourself, grounding yourself down focusing on what you can control, right? That Scorpio power. Using this eclipse to allow you to connect you more into your highest path, right? Your deepest alignment, your cosmic calling, helping you feel freer and truer so you could be in your power and really show up clearly for yourself and others. So that's where I'm going to leave you for today. Wow, I'm at 45 minutes. I could tell I missed you. I'm just like chat, chat, chatty, Kathy. Come find me at I am Maddie Murphy. Let me know how things are going for you. Let me know if you're feeling into this eclipse. Next week, we can talk about, I'm going to do a little write-up for the podcast, and we'll talk about where the eclipse is hitting your chart, okay, for the new moon Scorpio solar eclipse. How about that? I just thought of that. We're going to do it. My gift to you. So come find me there on Instagram. Let me know how the eclipse is feeling you. Come find us the Cosmic Rx. Join our community if you want to be involved for some live calls and having support with like-minded baddies. And until next time, you know what I'm doing. I'm wrapping you up, cuddling you, swaddling you in stardust and reminding you, you are here to make magic, love yourself fully and take no shit. And we're calling in that hot sex and big fat juicy checks, which some of you have been DMing me. You've been receiving both. We love that for us. Until next time. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.